Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Episode 494 is a full episode interview with the amazing performer, the lovely Wendy Rain. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 494 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and I hope that this message and episode finds everybody doing well and living the best life you possibly can. For this episode, I am flying solo. Why is that? Well, it is because I have a full, wonderful episode interview with the incredible performer, Wendy Rain. Thank you very much to her for being on the show. I met her while I was being a guest on the Happy Hour podcast, and she was also on that show, and I really enjoyed her energy and just the way she kind of conducted herself. She was a lot of fun and great sense of humor, so I decided to ask the Happy Hour podcast if it'd be possible, if you wouldn't mind, I'm going to poach one of your guests and uh, have her on my show. And they said, not a problem at all and reached out to her and she agreed to be on the show and had her on. And uh, thank you very much to happy hour podcast for that, by the way, very nice introduction. And we ended up having a fantastic conversation. She has really seen her popularity rise as she's been in the industry. She hasn't been in the industry very long, but she is seeing what she is creating and what she is a part of really growing in popularity. And I love seeing it. And we ended up talking about so many different things. And one of the fun parts about interviewing people is you start to get to know them a little bit. And as you're asking them questions, you kind of open up and kind of head in different directions with the conversation. But once we're done recording, we end up having just a wonderful conversation about music and life and everything like that. And it was so nice. I appreciate her even more than I did when I first met her. She is truly wonderful. And I highly recommend that you seek her out, find her product. She delivers such great work, and I know that the future is going to be very, very bright for her. And I have a feeling she's going to be on the show again. We had such a good time that there were a lot of questions unanswered, and I have a feeling we're going to have another great time in the not-too-distant future. So... Fine listeners in Pervert Nation, please enjoy my interview with Wendy Rain. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Wendy Rain. 
and all of the incredible performers you have heard on this show over the years, find something that feeds your soul. Do it as often as you possibly can. And of course, dangle on. My guest is a stunning performer that has seen her popularity skyrocket as word of her greatness spreads. She has shot for Brazzers, Reality Kings, Score, MILF.com, Team Skeet, Naughty America, and more, delivering killer scenes that everyone is sure to enjoy. And I am certain that as the rain train continues on, she will be receiving award nominations and wins very soon. Please welcome the woman of your dreams, Wendy Rain. How are you doing tonight? Good. How's everybody? <laughs> doing well. The rain train. I like that. I, I like I try to come up with something, you know? <laughs> I like that. So before we get started, can you please tell everybody where they could find you, not only online, but on social media? Okay. Um, well, go to wendyrain.com. That has all my links there. Um, Twitter, OnlyFans, Instagram. I have two OnlyFans, a free one and VIP. Um, my mini vid store, um, whole bunch of other things that I can't remember right now. Uh, <laughs> Amazon wish list, wish tender. I should pull it up and look, but, <laughs> but it's all there. All of it. Man, uh, sex, Wendy. Mm, you know. Okay. When it comes to that, I like asking people when it comes to that, what is your style? Like, cause everyone, is it fun and flirty? Or are you just having conversations with people or do you get like right to the dirty? It actually depends when they say hello, you know, I'm like, Hey, how are you? General conversation. Um, sometimes it's, what are you into? And then it goes right into, you know, uh, the good stuff. Right. And, <laughs> but a lot of it is, is flirty mom scenarios, you know, uh, in regards to, to the sexting and the messaging and the the video calls and things like that, a lot of them want to role play stepmom, step grandmom for some reason. Sure, um, but uh, it, it's it's all a, a role play thing. Um, most of it is the the mommy son taboo, if you will, and it it can get. <laughs> get really dirty really dirty but i actually had um a couple people call just to talk hey how are you what'd you do today mm -hmm. um you know what do you have for dinner that type of general conversation that is sometimes nice as well um because then i get to get to know them and we we can you know connect on that type of level as well mm -hmm. It's nice that there is that blend, but I'm sure there are moments where you think it's going to be one thing, kind of a general conversation. They're like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Can you, can we prime this pump a little bit? You know, can you, can we kind of slowly work into this? <laughs> the, the, the way, the way it usually happens is I open up a message on Twitter or OnlyFans or even on the Sex Wendy and usually what happens is I'll open up a, a message thinking that, you know, it's somebody who's saying hi, whatever. And it's actually 
an unsolicited dick pic that's like this big, the picture. So it's like takes the whole screen of the phone or whatever. And it's like, hey, baby. Okay. <laughs> what do you want me to do with this? Right. <laughs> I, first of all, didn't ask for it. And second of all, and, and, you know, so it's, it's funny in a way, I think, you know, I, I um, it's a, it's a type of flattery, I guess. Hey, I'm going to send you my, my, my goods here, you know, take a look at it and maybe you'll want me. I, I, I get it, but really, I mean, some guys really. Right. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine you have to develop a thick skin about stuff like that because as much as people in the industry and fans of the industry say, listen, don't do this. You're always going to have people that do it. And, and, you know, it is what it is, you know, and, and, you know, I do cock ratings, you know, for people, but you ask, just ask me, yeah. you know, Hey, what do you, can you rate this? Uh, don't just send it and say, Hey babe. Hey baby. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, it's fine. It, it it is what it is, you know, they they speechless. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Well, I did want to get to a couple things before we actually get into the uh the conversation that we've already started. Um your birthday was September 16th, so happy yeah. belated birthday. Thank you. Did you do anything fun for your birthday? Um uh, I did a couple of different things. Um, I, uh, I had a nice, uh, birthday dinner with my husband oh, okay. and then as a birthday present, he sent me to, uh, he sent me on a trip, um, with my boyfriend. I, I did not expect that, but that's awesome. See conversation twist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, it and and I'm getting ready to to post a bunch of stuff on OnlyFans, so um, I don't want to give away the whole entire thing. But I did one of the things on my bucket list, and and I got to scuba dive with sharks. Oh, cool! So there was a whole bunch of Caribbean reef sharks all around me, like maybe 30, 35, you know, and they were feeding them. Um, in a controlled type feed, and um, it was absolutely amazing. So my husband doesn't scuba dive, so my boyfriend does. So we went together. It was a nice little little getaway. Nice. So I guess this means you are scuba certified. Yes, I am. I'm advanced. Oh wow! Very nice. Do you yeah. do you free dive? Because that scares me. I. No, no, I'll just say no. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it it gets complicated if I, but no, I don't free dive. I just scuba snorkel swim. That's, that's about it. Okay. That's very good. So what's the uh, biggest shark that was around you roughly? Cause you really can't tell as they're swimming by you. Right. You can't, but they were all big. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say between eight and 12 feet. Oh my goodness gracious. No, thank you. (laughs) No, thank you at all. (laughs) See what I was supposed to do in, um, the first week in November is I was supposed to go to Guadalupe Island, which is part of Mexico. 
and it is where they film a lot of Shark Week with the great white sharks. And I was supposed to go scuba diving with the great white sharks. Cage diving, you know, so you're in a cage. But they have big mama there and big blue or whatever, like the biggest female great white sharks almost in the world, I guess. And Mexican government decided they didn't want anybody to swim with their sharks anymore and closed the park. Oh, wow. So I can't, I couldn't go. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm <laughs> sad, but maybe it'll open one day, you know, and I'm looking into other stuff too. I mean, I, I, I like the ocean and, and all the marine life there. So, so does yeah. this mean that you are just someone that loves the water or things like that? Or are you more of a thrill seeker or both? I, I like the water. Um, thrill seeker maybe maybe you know i i have a a very large respect for the animals that are out there and just want to see them um i'm a i'm a big experience person you know a lot of people a lot of people like to to make money to buy things and i would rather make money to experience things because you know you can't take those things with you when when you leave and so the jobs that I've had in my life have been experience-based. You know, the money, I don't go out and buy Chanel purses and Louis Vuitton shoes and things like that. I have nice things, but I use most of my money to experience stuff. And, and some of it could be considered thrill-seeking. Um, I've, been, I've been thinking about skydiving. You know, there are some things I won't do, though. Like, I don't think I would ever bungee jump. Hmm. I'm just so afraid it's going to snap and I'm just going to, you know, but, (laughs) 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 you know, but I mean, other things, but I'd rather go experience things than than buy stuff, you know? I think as I, I know that as I get older, I'm definitely more that way where I used to kind of accumulate everything but now there are certain things like i'm a big music person so i have a nice vinyl collection but i am more about experiences yeah i love going to live concerts and so uh, you know um the the group would come around and they do you know two shows here and then move on to the next city and the cities are within 50 miles of each other or whatever and i'd want to go to all four shows and my husband's like but you just saw them i'm like but it's different because <laughs> it's the same but it's you know and and it's the experience of it and the, each crowd is different so you know but i i love live music what's your music 80s rock oh bless your heart <laughs> Very. Nice. Yep. so, so yep. who are your bands within 80s rock let me ask that um Oh, Bon Jovi. Very nice. She's, uh, for the listeners, she is holding a thermos of, of Bon Jovi. Yeah. Right. Let me say that differently. It's not an actual thermos of Bon Jovi. It says Bon Jovi <laughs> on the thermos. <laughs> I remember seeing him, uh, it was the New Jersey tour. So that was quite, 88. A, quite a while ago. Yeah. 1988. Yep, I'm a I'm a big, big Jovi fan. Def Leppard, um, Poison, 
Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue, you know, all that stuff. I saw the stadium tour. Same. That was amazing. That was amazing. Um, that was another great experience. And I actually flew to my hometown and went with some of my high school friends. So, you know, because that was our music, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so it was, it was a great, great time. And it stormed and it was thundering and lightning and, they uh, stopped the concert for a little bit, and then there was the the noise ordinance that was there because we were in a baseball stadium outside a baseball stadium, and uh, the officials let the concert go on past the time because we had to stop for the the lightning because the lightning was like incredible, but it was so much fun. I love concerts in the rain. Yeah. Oh, very nice. So <laughs> you realize that we are like 12 13 minutes into this interview we have yet to really talk about anything that has to do with your adult career like we got no, talked about cock ratings uh, that, that is true but 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 not <laughs> your career specific. yeah <laughs> but not your career specific so let, let's actually get into that so you haven't been in the industry for a very long time. What has it been like to go from someone looking to become an established and trusted talent to shooting for some of the biggest studios in the industry? Um, it's a little shocking, a little overwhelming. Um, this is not something that I ever set out to do and said, I want to be informed. It actually kind of just fell into my lap. Um, I had a friend because obviously my husband and I are in the lifestyle. So we had a single female, um, that hung out with us for a while and she shot with score and she gave them my name and said, I think that she would be really good. And they called me. So I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I'll go do it. Why not? You know, if I didn't like it, then I don't have to do it again. But I, it was, it was a great experience. I mean, I had, they were very professional. I had a great time. They taught me stuff. You know, they were very patient with me because I didn't know anything. And so I thought about it some more and I was like, maybe, maybe I'll go and see if I can do another one. And I sent a couple of little messages out on Twitter to a couple of agencies and um, I got picked up by Hussey and the first shoot they got me was for Bank Brothers. <laughs> and I was like, uh, holy shit. <laughs> and then the second shoot they got me was for Team Skeet. And then the third shoot they got me was for Brothers and the fourth shoot they got me was for Brothers. And so I was just like, oh my God. These are all these big agencies that I've been watching for years, you know, and and here I am. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to a party and I'm going to be on the screen and nobody knows that I'm doing this. And <laughs> but it's been it, it's been actually really, really fun and really different than I thought it would be. You know, it's not anything that you think it might be filming, making these films and um it's very educational for me because I enjoy, you know, knowing how to do things and, and, and my agent 
probably doesn't like me because I ask him questions all the time. You know, how did, <laughs> how does this work? What do you, when, how do they do this? How does this happen? You know, and then I'm, I'm on scene and I'm like watching what the directors are doing and everything like that. And I'm like, this is cool. Cut, and then you do this side and then you do this side. And it's just, it's very, it's very um, educational and it's a great experience. And I haven't had any issues, which I'm, either very lucky or maybe there's not as many as there used to be in the industry. So I'm not quite sure which one it is, but I'm very, very grateful for all the opportunities that I've had because they've been phenomenal. You know, um, my agent has done really good with getting me, you know, all of these shoots and I've been extras a couple of times and that's fun too. I was just an extra today. I can't wait for everybody to see it because it's hilarious. It's great. I I wish I could talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it is, as you get into the industry, definitely an education because I think a lot of people believe what a porn set is, is based on the 70s and 80s or maybe even what Hollywood is telling you a porn set is like. And it is so different than that because – it's regimented and professional and very on the clock. Like they need to make sure they get their product done so they can move on to the next thing. And I think a lot of people just think it's parties and, and just mad orgies. And then you just happen to film it. It's not that. No, it's really, really not. And, and all the different angles and all the different, different ways that, that you have to shoot something you know, you're saying the same line 80 times over because they got to get it from here and then they got to get it from here and then they got to get it from here and they got to look over and get your titties in the shot. Oh no, you messed up. You got to do it the other way. You know, so it's, it is much different. And I think that perhaps in the late nineties, when all of those four hour compilations were out where it was just like, there was, there was no foreplay. There was no stripping. It was just naked bam, 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 and they were going, you know, and it was, 20 minutes of this couple and 20 minutes of this couple it was four hours long. It's not, it's not that at all. And also a lot of people think that all porn stars do is have sex. No, I don't have sex as often as I would like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> was that shots fired? I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> No, 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 no. I could have sex. I could have sex every day, but I don't. You know, um, and and it doesn't need to be on camera every day. Yeah. So, but yeah, but but no, it's that's not what we do. We don't go and just have sex with anybody and everybody. We're, you know, some some might be doing different things. That is not me. I don't do that. I'm not an escort. I'm not. You know, I'm not any of that. Two things. I love the fact that you know the compilations that were probably on VHS of the 20-minute scenes for four hours done by, like, Vivid or Wicked. I mean, that that warms my heart like you have no idea. Did, did you ever notice in them that they would repeat part of it to make it that 20 minutes? Yes. Yeah, they, yes. W- they would loop, like, two or three times a certain segment to make the scene longer. Yeah. Oh, that used to drive me crazy, too. Like, oh, this is really good. Oh, damn it, I just saw this. <laughs> I know, what is that? <laughs> but the other part of that is something that somebody, I wish I could remember who it was, recently tweeted out. Not all porn stars want to have sex with 
everybody all the time. That's not how this works. That's how it's portrayed, but you don't yeah. have to realize it's a fantasy. And there were a lot of people that fell into that thread of just, yes, keep saying this because people I think really do need to realize that just because they're porn stars and uh, you may have a penis doesn't mean that they're going to be like, yes, you now, you know, it's it's, exactly, exactly. Even if you're tested, that's not how it works. No, it's not. And, and I, even if you're, you know, in the industry and, and a lot of us do content now, right. You know, for only fans or something like that, and, and I'm not going to do just anybody for OnlyFans, you know, I, everybody has their, their likes and their dislikes and their attractions and their, their unattraction, you know, so it's, I'm not just going to do it because you're another talent and you're tested and you want to, you know, with me, yeah. I'll get a lot of that too. I'm, I'm, I want to start an OnlyFans and, and will you help me? Right. I want I want you to be my first. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Well, wait. Uh, so so you're why, saying? <laughs> why? Why would they? Why would they think that that I would do that? I, I mean, I thank you for asking, but no, no. <laughs> so you're saying that line doesn't work? Well, you know what? This interview's over right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that you just got me on here to ask me to have sex with you. I see how you are. That's how it works on this podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so when you entered the industry and you really decided to take it seriously, make it your occupation, did you feel that there were multiple lanes of genres that you were hoping to be a part of? Or did you know that like the MILF genre is hyper popular and I can really just dive into this and away I go. I was kind of, kind of looking forward to trying different things, you know, to, to have the, those different experiences. I, I really wanted to do some BDSM, you know, type scenes. I haven't done any yet. Does that mean I'm not going to, I have no idea, but I think that, because of of my age i'm all automatically put into that lane yeah. right and and that's all that anybody sees me as and it's okay i get it i'm a very very late comer to the industry not many people my age i know start at how old i am so it it doesn't bother me at all would i like to do other things absolutely absolutely you know, so I'd like to do a whole bunch of different things, you know, don't cast me as the MILF in a, in a blow bang or a gang bang or something like that, you know, um, tie me up and, and run feathers and, uh, whips and stuff, you know, wh- whatever the, the forced orgasms, things like that. If it doesn't happen, fine, I'll be fine. I'll be, I'll be happy. I won't be hurt. But, um, I think that that MILF road is where everybody sees me at. And it's fun. And I'm sure now because of subscription sites and pay sites, you're able to make the things that you want to do happen on your own. It may take a little bit more time and and maybe uh, knowing more people in the industry and who you can trust with maybe more of the BDSM and intense roles, but you'll get there for sure. 
Right, right. And and I've been talking to um, a couple of different talents that um, I know and about possibly doing the, that type of scene. But right now it's very just straightforward on my on my OnlyFans and stuff. So I give a little bit of everything. I get I get uh, requests and and I try to accommodate everybody's request. If they want something really, really specific, then then they have to get it in a custom. But if they they're asking for a facial, that's not a problem. You know, if they I'll throw in a foot job every now and then for the feet people and, um, you know, all that stuff. But there's a little variety on there. But I'm hoping that. Yeah, I'm hoping to get that that BDSM part in there as well and see how it how it's taken, how it's received. Um, if the fans on my OnlyFans only want to see the mommy stuff, you know, then they're not going to be into that. Okay, but what about the few who do like it? Right. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. What have you discovered about your own sexuality as you've been in the industry? Because there are a lot of people that there's an ebb and flow to it, but sometimes they discover something about themselves that they just go, man, I did not realize how much I enjoyed that. Or I would, I gave this a shot and it's kind of meh. What have you found out about yourself? And I'm a big exhibitionist. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I, I actually enjoy doing it in front of the camera and I never thought that, that I would actually like it as much as I do. And to have people watch, it's kind of, kind of exhilarating to me. And it's not necessarily that I found this out about the industry. Well, the camera part, yes, but the, the in front of the other people started when hubby and I started in the lifestyle and there was other people in the house or at the party or at the resort or something like that. And I was just like, yeah, this is cool. They're watching me, you know? And then when the camera started with in the industry, it magnified that, you know, it multiplied it by a hundred and be like, Oh wow, look at all these people are going to watch me. Um, so that kind of turns me on quite a bit knowing that people are going to watch. I love doing it on balconies. Um, so the whole world can see, you know, in a public place where I won't get in trouble. That's a hard thing. <laughs> that's right. a hard thing to find where you won't get in trouble and you won't get arrested. So if anybody knows any place, let me know. <laughs> um, but, and, and honestly, I didn't realize that <sighs> this is going to sound really bad, but I didn't realize that I was missing out on so many different types of feelings, physical feelings. I didn't realize that my body could do certain things. Like I had never squirted before until now, Okay. you know, I, I never really had a deep inside orgasm until now. And it's, I'm happy. I'm happy that it's happening now because I, I wouldn't have known that I was missing out. But now that I know about it, I'm sad that I didn't have it before. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, so it's interesting because you, uh, you learn about you do learn about your body a lot and how much it can take. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Now, in playing MILF roles, you work with a lot of younger male and female talent. Do you change your approach when working with either younger talent or new talent, especially women who may not have had a lot of lesbian experience? To be honest, my very first lesbian experience was in my first, uh, second, sorry, third porn with Chloe Capri and Nikki Rebel. No kidding. I had never done anything with any woman except for maybe I call it the Northern Hemisphere. Okay. You know, <laughs> I love the Northern Hemisphere, but I had never gone south of the equator, so I was very self-conscious about that. And I actually asked her after the the, the filming was done, was I okay? okay. <laughs> because I didn't know, you know. And recently, I've been paired with. The, the recent uh, Reality Kings that just came out with Aaliyah May, that was her first pro scene, but she's done lesbian before on her OnlyFans. And who else have I? Maya Wolf. She's, she, she has experience with all of that. And there's one other one. I can't remember. But they've had, they have more experience than I do. So I learn from them as opposed to me teaching them. That's really interesting. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. You just blew yeah. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> In doing research and checking out your many vids page, you've worked with Maddie Ice, Trey Strong, Brickzilla, Max Fills, and more. What do you look for in a performer, be it sexually, personally or professionally that you work with on your, on your own? On my own? Yeah. Well, I mean, as I said before, everybody has their likes and dislikes and things like that. So I look for guys that I know would turn me on to where it would be a good scene. Cause if, if you're not turned on and you're just going through the motions, it's going to show up, you know? And so there has to be a certain, I won't say look because all of them look different, but I'm not a big hairy person. So I, I, I like my guys on the younger side okay. <laughs> um, with little, little body hair. Uh, and I, I am, um, I like the bigger equipment. <laughs> you can feel free to swear. You know, here I love... <laughs> The bigger dicks. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I want it to be good because the fans are going to watch it. And if it's not good, then why would they keep watching? And if you're not turned on and you're not semi attracted to the person that you're going to be, be fucking, then why do it? You know, it's not going to be a good scene if you if you don't have some type of attraction to that person. That's my opinion. You know, I'm not one that is just going to go and, and make scenes and fuck anybody just to put it up there, which is probably why I don't have a lot of content out because I don't just say yes to everybody. You just keep throwing that point home. I get it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
I, I'm totally messing with you. I promise. I promise I'm messing with you. <laughs> right. You have uh, a few scenes on DVDs that were released through Score, the aforementioned. Uh, one of them, MILF Show X Cut 10, and that is a solo scene. Now that you've said that you are more of an exhibitionist than you thought, is shooting a solo scene more difficult than when with a partner or just different? Because in my head, I think it's difficult to kind of play off nobody else's energy. Yes and no. Now, when I did, um, when I did those scenes, and like I said, I didn't explore my body before, so that was the first time that I had done a lot of things this in in the past year and a half has been the first time I've done a lot of things. And the, the one with the black lace and the toys, there was me and the camera person. There was, I think there was somebody in the other room and I put it in my head that I'm talking to the camera. And so I was talking to the camera and I was pretending that there was somebody else on the other side that I was talking to. And so that kind of helped a little bit. I was very self-conscious, very self-conscious, but I tried not to let that, that go. Cause that was the first time I had done a solo on camera, Okay. you know? So it's, it's different in your bedroom when no one's around and when you're doing it to yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And so it was, I had to get into the mindset that there's somebody there, there's somebody there watching and you got to do it good, you know, turn them on. So they'll come and whatever. So I pretended that somebody was on the other side of, of the camera and I was talking to that person. It helped. It helped. But yeah, it's, it's when you don't have anybody to feed off of, it gets a little difficult. I'm sure. Let's dream big. If you had your own showcase film, Mm. what would you like it to involve? What would you like the scenes to be? Wow. You're asking tough questions. (laughs) I think that I, I think I'd want it to be, you know, a little bit of everything, you know, maybe, maybe a really hot solo. And then, do do a, a mommy scene for everybody. Get that BDSM scene in. Do the multiple partner things. A, a nice sloppy multiple blowjob scene. You know, one of each. I, how many scenes do I get? Uh, <laughs> Twenty-seven. Now, uh, there's usually what, usually five or six. I would say for a showcase. So, so, so a, a nice solo. Um, a nice mommy. Uh, stepmommy scene, um, uh, BDSM mm-hmm. type scene, a nice multiple partner scene, and a nice you know blowjob. Whether it's one cock or five or ten or twenty, um, <laughs> you said dream big. Yes, we are dreaming big. Um, yes, you know. So there's there's five scenes right there. If there needs to be another one, maybe throw in another stepmommy scene. You know, and I think that they would all be different in some way to show the different things that everybody could do together, especially since I don't do anal. So, 
I don't have that to fall onto as one of the the five scenes. So the two boy girl, the two mommy scenes would have to be completely different from each other, um, doing different things. You know, whereas uh, a multiple partner gang bang blow bang thing and solo, the, those all speak for itself. So I think that 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 would be, and the BDSM would speak for itself as well. You know, so I think that that those would be the five or six types of, of things. That would be, that would be cool. Hey, somebody do that. Yeah. <laughs> the call has been put out. Let's make this happen, folks. I would buy that. Woo! <laughs> I mean, and even like, you know, cause I, I do enjoy the, the exhibitionist part, you know, start my solo off with a little strip tease for everybody. All right. Yeah. I like that. Because this is our first time having our own one-on-one interview, yes, you are not aware that uh, what I like to do is comb through people's social media and ask them questions about certain posts that they have made. (laughs) Why are you laughing so hard? What did you find? (laughs) Just you wait. No, I'm kidding. Um, Are you ready to answer a couple questions? Sure. All right. The first social media post I would like to ask you about, you wrote. Uh Uh-oh. Jeez. It comes earlier and earlier every year. And what that has to do with is Christmas decorations in stores. You made this post on September 21st. I couldn't agree more. It drives me crazy. Does this put off holiday seasons for you? Are you a Christmas holiday person? Yes and no. Okay. So it's not my favorite holiday. Okay. Um, I do like the decorations. I do like the decorations. I don't like the decorations before my birthday month is over. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because we usually put the, the growing up, we put the Christmas tree up after Thanksgiving, like that first weekend after Thanksgiving, the first weekend of December. Sometimes we would even make it, you know, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, if there wasn't a family around or anything like that. And so that's when Christmas decorations should come out after Halloween. Yes. After Halloween. Do I not like the? I've actually... Last year was the first year that I didn't work on Thanksgiving or Christmas. Ah, okay. So I would spend those holidays at work. So it was a little, a little weird um, being home for Christmas. Um, I do like being home for Thanksgiving, watch the parade and the dog show and yes. the football and all of that. But um, I'm not put off by it. I just don't want to see it in September. Yeah. You know? I can agree with that. So if if it's not your favorite holiday, which one is? <laughs> I love the 4th of July. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was um it's always been a good memory that I've had uh growing up and I love fireworks. So it's which is really weird because the past 5 6 6 years I've spent the 4th of July in Jamaica. <laughs> oh, wow. So I haven't seen any fireworks, but you know, it's, it is, it's my favorite holiday. I kind of feel you when it comes to the Christmas thing, but in a different way, because 
one of my love languages for other people, I should say, is gift giving. So I give gifts all year round. So it doesn't hold that provenance like most people have with the holiday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that sounds like, like hubby too, you know, birthdays, Christmas don't mean anything, but he does all the little things spontaneously. And I think that means more than, you know, giving it all on one day because it's, it's expected on that day when it's unexpected, it's better. Yeah. I agree with that. The next social media post I would like to ask you about. You wrote, first day back to the gym in a few weeks. Who wants to give me a massage later? Because I'm going to be sore. Yeah. So what is your workout of choice? And are you someone that actually enjoys working out? I do enjoy working out. And I do a boot camp. Um, I try to do boot camp four or five times a week. They each day is a different like upper body, lower body. So you alternate and it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a very, very energetic, the sound system in there, the music that the instructors play pump you up and you get going and it's just an hour. Well, now it's 45 minutes, I think 50 minutes of intense heart rate. It's like interval, it's interval training because you go from the treadmill to the floor for weights and back and forth. And I do like it. I do like it a lot. I have occasionally had personal trainers and I do like that as well because it can focus on, on lifting a little bit heavier weights to get a little stronger and concentrate on one area with that, that guidance that, that they give. But I do, I enjoy it a lot. And I'm sure that style of workout really helps you when it comes to being a performer in the industry. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I have good cardio, so. Oh, lucky you. (laughs) Show off. But it it helps. It helps look, you know, help you look good. But, yeah, it's it's something that keeps me sane and and takes away that energy and frustration that that you sometimes have. And then you're nice and calm and relaxed, and then you can go and shoot a scene and have some fun. Yeah. Are you someone that uh, is really into sports, either playing it or watching it? Uh, I could give or take it. Um, obviously, you know, there are some sports that I'd rather not watch. I, I, why watch golf on TV? Why? <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, there's no need to watch poker on TV either. Ooh, see, I like the psychology of poker. Okay. I can get into that. Um, I I do like football, um, professional football. I'll watch a basketball game, but that's about it. You know, I'd rather be there and see it in person. Yes. Experience it, you know, um, I never, never understood why people would watch cars going around in a circle on the television. Never. But then I actually went to a couple of NASCAR races and being there is so different than watching them going around and around and around and around, you know. And so I get it because it's the thrill of not being there. You want to see what happens. But it's so much better watching it in person. Yeah. So much better. So, yeah, I'll watch football. Pro football. Okay. Your next post Mm. wrote, 
Have you ever had to sit and watch paint dry? <laughs> I don't suggest it. Bored. Okay, so why in God's name are you watching paint dry? <laughs> 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 all right so <laughs> oh i did move recently and before we moved i had the whole place painted and i had to semi-supervise the painters to make sure they were doing it right they were going to paint my bedroom purple <laughs> okay I don't know if you can see behind me, but this is a pale purple lavender thing. Oh, okay. So um, this is not my bedroom. This is this is Wendy's room. And my husband was like, I don't care what colors you paint. Just don't make it girly in the bedroom. And when I walked in and saw that they were painting this color in the master bedroom, I freaked out. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no girly colors in the master bedroom. So I had to sit and kind of supervise and make sure that they were doing everything right, that they didn't forget anything. And one day I was just sitting here so bored and I'm literally waiting. We were waiting for, um, it wasn't actually paint. It was a, a patch on the wall to dry so they could paint it. But it's the same thing. Right. <laughs> it's watching paint dry. I'm like, oh, God. So that's what that post came from. Okay. <laughs> Now, in regards to the move, uh, how did it go? Like, are you good with moving? No. No? I, I get so much anxiety whenever the word move, it comes out of somebody's mouth. Wow. Um, I have um, moved quite a bit in the past 30 years. So it's, it's growing up and living in the same house, maybe not 30 years. For, for 22, 25 years, I guess. And then the other 25 years moving around, bouncing around, doing this, doing that, I had a little bit of anxiety. But this move was, was okay. Um, the only thing was, was that we sold our other place before we bought this place. So we had to go somewhere in between. So we got into a little Airbnb for a month. And uh, that was fun. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was okay. going to be. So the hardest part, you know, is always unpacking because hubby is like a get it done, get it done, do it now, do it now. And I'm like, wait, I got to figure out where I want this. Wait, I got to figure out where I want that. Wait, you know. And um, so we <laughs> he kind of rides me a little bit. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why isn't the silverware unpacked? Because I can't find it. <laughs> I don't know what box it's in. Um, but we actually had the movers pack this time. Oh, okay. Which is the first time I've ever had that done. And I honestly had no clue where anything was when it was when the boxes were sitting down there. And I'm like, I don't know. I had to open up every box to find pillow. So I could go to sleep. I'm like, I don't know where the pillows are. I don't know where the sheets are. We're going to have to go back to the Airbnb and sleep tonight because I don't know where anything is. So it was fun. It was like Christmas morning, every box. <laughs> uh, What's in here? Oh, great. Underwear. What's in here? Oh, great. Utensils. You know, it's like, that's what I wanted. Thanks. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think the older you get, the more difficult and arduous a process moving is. I just Never like again. I help people do that, and it is just watching them go through that anxiety ridden process and like just take a breath it's okay no 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 never again not moving anymore <laughs> we'll have this conversation in a couple of years you'll be like well hey don't jinx me That's right. <laughs> i'm sorry i apologize <laughs> now the last post i would like to ask you about you wrote so IG said, I'm not available to explore any new people because of my profile pick. It's the same one I have here. Tell me what's wrong with it. And the terribly offensive picture in question, I believe, is just you sitting. You might have had, uh, I think, a button-down shirt, if I am correct, or a bikini, maybe. But... So simple. Like, what was the issue? I, I have no idea, but apparently you can't search me. Like, it, it, like you know how it suggests for you on there. So apparently, I'm not available to be su to be suggested. Um, the only thing I can think of is because so I'm in a I'm in a bikini. It was a beach thing, and I'm standing sideways. I actually cropped the picture because. I was pulling my pant, my bikini bottoms down, but I had my hand over my boob. Okay. Like this. I think that might be the reason why. I ha I'm not showing anything. Yeah. I'm not showing anything. I mean, it's the same picture I have on Twitter. It's the same picture I have on OnlyFans. It's my profile picture for all of my, my except for many vids. But I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever. I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> How fun has that process been since getting in the industry? Because if there's one thing that frustrates me, it's social media because they're like, all right, you have to post more because you need to be on the algorithm so people see you. And like, it's it's a thing and it just gets so exhausting. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. very. Um, I didn't have Instagram for a long time. And then one of my fans was like, why don't you have Instagram? And I'm like, because I don't really want to. And so he made it for me. And I was like, yay. And I posted something and it got disabled. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. And so he, he messaged me on Twitter. What happened to your Instagram? I'm like, oh, they, they disabled me. I posted something apparently I wasn't supposed to. And so he's like, okay, I'll, I'll make another one. And so he made another one and it freaking happened again. And he's like, you just got disabled again. I'm like, I don't know what I'm posting. I, I don't know what, what is happening. So now I, I very rarely post on there. I did post today and I try to post like pictures of me in full clothes with a, you know, mask on and you're like, Hey, you can't see me Instagram because they're so prude. Um, but I try to post to, promote the scenes that I'm doing, you know, and every once in a while I'll throw in, you know, bonus, but I, I don't post a lot on there because I forget. Yeah. You know, I, I, I let me tell you the scheduling of posts is the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. I sit down for one night and I schedule all my posts for Twitter and I schedule all my posts for OnlyFans, and I say, you know, and it's amazing. And then I forget. And then the end of the month rolls around and I forget that I need to do it for the next month. And I'm like, shit, and I got to sit down and do it again. 
you know, and then I will randomly, like today I randomly posted on, did I post on Twitter today? I don't even know if I did or not, but including the random, the, the scheduled promotion posts that I do, you know, I'll throw in a random, I'm watching paint dry. Right. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's, I love that, that option that these sites are giving for that because before I started doing that, posting on OnlyFans every day, I, I, I can't, I don't, I'm not an Instagram girl where I always have my phone in front of me taking selfies. So I actually have to remember to do that. I have to remember to, to, you know, to get content. My, my boyfriend, when we went to the Bahamas, carried around his GoPro. He's like, this is content. This is content. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. So now I have to sit down and I finally, I, I, I divided them up, but there's, 600 little clips and videos and things like that that now I need to put together somehow so I can put it out there but bless his heart love him for that yeah. love him for that because <laughs> I wouldn't have anything if 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 he didn't do that because I don't you know I'm a Gen X I don't need it <laughs> I'm right there with you <laughs> Gen X there right here you know so funny so what does the future hold for wendy rain is it going to be any conventioning happening in the fall or maybe into january are you going to be doing any of the award shows are you just going to be continuing to make content and shooting scenes for studios what do you have going on all of it nice nice um I am planning on going to ABN. Um, it's not definite yet, but I'm planning on it. Um, and uh, continue to do content, continue to shoot, you know, put out there whatever the fans want. And um, I enjoy meeting them at, at the convention and stuff. I went last year. I wasn't really well known at ABN. A couple of my first scenes had come out, but I can say that um, I did have a few people recognize me. And I went to Exotica um, in Miami last year, and I was brand spanking new. And I had a couple people um, come up to me, hey, are you? You know, and I'm like, wow, this is wow. Wow. <laughs> so I, I do enjoy meeting meeting fans like that at conventions in public. Um, and I'm hoping to do that for AVN and go go to the awards. Um, not quite sure if I'm if I'll go to any of the other ones. I don't know. I know that a couple of people have said that they've nominated me in Fleshbot. I don't even know where those are. I think they're in Vegas. I'm not sure. I'll have to look that up. No clue, but thank you. Thank you for nominating me. That would be fabulous. So, uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, just going to be doing what I'm doing now and, and hopefully do a lot more scenes for everybody. Very, very nice. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure to speak with you. I know your fans are going to love this. I am so <laughs> excited to see what the future holds for you because I think not only is a larger audience discovering you, but you're also discovering a lot about yourself as you shoot, and it's just going to get better and better as your career grows. I am so excited. 
Me too. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. So one more time, before I let you go, could you please tell everybody where they could find you? WendyRain.com. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, thank you so much for your time. And hopefully at a convention, I get to see you. Yay. Yes. Thank you. 